0: At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101.
1: back to Riffin with Raph and AD on 93.7 The Ticket
0: and theticketfm.com.
2: All right, we're back here on another Wednesday night with Riffin with Raf and AD, the quickest two hours of the week. Even when AD's in Cheyenne, Wyoming, they're still quick out there too.
1: (laughs) You know, I wish I could stay for the uh, the, the second half. I'm going to try my best to stay a little bit longer. I got a sound check. Uh, I speak at 9.30 uh, Central Time, uh, 8.30 Mountain Time, so we try to stick a little bit around for, for Coach Larson. i have encouraged our learners, listeners uh, to stick around and listen with Coach Larson, too, probably the most decorated uh, basketball coach in Nebraska history. Uh, number of lessons and stories and a lot of success. And you know what, Raphael, I, I want to go back to that again, though, about uh, with Coach K, in that you think about just from a coaching standpoint, I'm going to flip it. What do you think his message has been to his players throughout this tournament without making it about him? Because I don't see him as being that type of guy. And like I said, I've never met the guy. Don't, you know? I've never met him before personally. How, how would you deal with that knowing it's your last go around? And I think that's a good one for Coach Larson too, to ask him later. Him, but how how would you approach this from a coaching standpoint? Because if all the media is about Coach K, Coach K, Coach K. How do you, as a coach, keep it away from you?
2: Well, I'm upset because I was going to say that he was telling his team, this is my last year. If you guys don't win it, you'll be known as you know, the worst team in the history of Duke basketball. But I don't think that's what he's saying to his team. <laughs> Thank God you don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> you better win this one for me. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. T- this one I'm me. sure. To was saying that back in '97 before the um, before the Orange Bowl. I'm sure he was saying, "Hey guys, um, if you don't <laughs> go out and beat Peyton Manning in the Vols here tonight, you will be known as the worst team that I ever coached." I'm sure that was. T. Well, O's guys, uh,
1: this is my last go around, and uh, don't send me out a loser. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sure it's probably the same the same premise that. That Coach Osborne yeah. took going into that '97 game, I'm sure. I mean, like we're talking before, we we don't like Duke, but we respect Duke and yeah. his coaching techniques and stuff. I would when he it would not surprise me in the least if maybe even he calls Coach Osborne and asks, you know, how did you handle that back in '97, knowing that you know this was your last go round. You know, how did you talk to your team? Because that's that's one of the one of the things that has made coach K so great through the years is you surround yourself with people, you know, that make you, you know, the great coach that you are. And I'm sure he has, he has spoke to people that have dealt, dealt with that situation. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I, um, knowing him, and that's a great analogy, probably with coach Osborne, I'm just kind of relating it similar. It was never about, they weren't talking about retirement. Their whole thing was about winning the game. No, we're here to win the game. Talk retirement, like, retired yet. I'm still coaching. You know that's like trying to put the person in the casket before they're before they're dead. They're dead, you know. It's like, hey, I'm still alive here, baby. What are you doing? And I I could see Coach K very symbolic, uh, very similar to Coach Osborne. Uh, Not not talking about retirement. It's not my last game. We're here to win a basketball game. This is a business trip, you know. So let's get this game done. You know, let's segue this up real crap. Michigan. Wow, wow, (laughs) Ref, did you have them knocking on Colorado State? Yes. Do you, okay, think about what I just said. Doesn't that sound like somewhat of an oxymoron? Did you see them knocking off Colorado State? Colorado State, first of all, has got a dang good football—I mean basketball—program. Football team ain't too have either. But their basketball program is, has been, you know, just kind of you know sniffing around for the past couple years. They've got, um, as Club Pro Guy would say, elite. Elite. You know? <laughs> <laughs> elite. <laughs> <laughs> They've got some elite talent. And, and they work well together I didn't see them beating Colorado state I think in one of my brackets did did you see them beating Tennessee i I mean
2: i did not did see you see it. that
1: happen
2: i did not see that i did not see that but i i just part of me thought that the galvanization of teams I mean just some stuff like yes you know we've spoke you know about Juwan, what he did it wasn't the right thing to do but he could have took that in two ways too he, you know he, he 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 apologized you know i'm sure he talked to his team and i think it brought them in a way probably brought them closer together as a family and i at this time of year the best teams are the ones that are that are a family i that's i've always felt that way football basketball baseball mm-hmm. if you're a family that's that that means everything you look back at all the old all the you know, the nineties Nebraska teams and stuff like that, you know, there was great Mm -hmm. talent. Don't get me wrong. But, but the family atmosphere that was down there at, you know, West stadium was insane. And I see Mm -hmm. that, I see that today with, you know, the teams that, that I've been around, you know, the last couple of years, you know, mainly you know, Buffalo, you know, I've, I felt that atmosphere when they, the first year I went up there, it wasn't, you know, I was like, eh. And then, as the years went by and that family atmosphere and the galvanization, you know, and they all come together as a family. And that's when that success really started to happen.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Raph, you bring up a good point, man, in that when coach, when Howard had that incident took place, I mean, this is a no brainer. We all know this it's not even up for discussion. You cannot cross that line as a coach. I don't care if it's Little League. I don't care if it's high school, junior high, pro college. You cannot cross that line what he did by, you know, uh, throwing a swing at an opposing coach. You just can't do it because you're you're a leader of men in particular. You know, and I will say this pro ball, I'm not saying it's right there either. But, you know, those are all – those are like – that's like getting a fight at work. Those are all paid athletes and paid professionals. I get that. Still not right by any imagination. But the collegiate level where it's still such a formative level and an impressible level, I mean – that was something that just shouldn't have happened. It did. He owned it. And the thing about, and I love, I, I like Juwan Howard, man. You know, I, I like the fab five when they're back together. Um, to your point and the families that endure during times like this, in reality is this, we both know this from our old days of just living long enough as participating in sports, et cetera, coaching. You don't learn about your team through the wins. You learn about your team is when you lose or when there's adversity, when there's obstacles, when there's challenges. That's when you find out what type of team you really have. So I looked back to Coach K when they were dealing with that adversity and they were, you know, uh, had that league blown real fast. He let them figure it out because they were tight. They have weathered these storms before. You know, some teams look at uh, stepping stones as tombstones. You know what I'm saying? When teams haven't dealt with adversity, oh, my gosh, this should be a stepping stone. It becomes their tombstone. They're dead. You can rip. They're done. Great teams with great cultures with great nucleus, they look at those as stepping stones, not tombstones. That's why Coach K and them have have done what they've done. And obviously, Michigan, they're still in it. I'm not saying they're going to the the final eight and final four. But I tell you what, to knock off Colorado State, number six, to knock off number three, Tennessee, which no one saw. I didn't see it coming That adversity, I think, was the perfect recipe for them to even jump in closer. We go back to Nebraska football days. We dealt with the adversity we did in the early 90s. That brought us closer than ever. I mean, we felt at times it was us against the world because we're seeing our coach get absolutely hammered by the media uh, for simply looking out for a player that he promised to take care of. Um, Players, plural. And over the years, Coach had demonstrated that I'm not going to just cast you out to the Wolves. Even if I dismiss you, which often didn't happen often, I'm still going to give you the support to make sure that you finish up your degree. Now, if that athlete decided not to do it, it wasn't because he didn't have the support from Coach. We bring this back to fast forward to Coach, um, uh, Coach Howard now with Michigan. You know, he screwed up. He owned it. He apologized for it. And I think that was something that was pretty cool when I mean, you talked about this weekend when he gave the young man a, young, a, a long hug and just held him and just kind of just held it. That young man was broken down after they lost. Who were they playing? It was uh, Tennessee, wasn't it? Yes. It was a Tennessee player, Carl. say one Tennessee. of those teams where they had lost it. It was Tennessee. Guy was devastated. Tennessee's number three seed and loses to number 11, Michigan, that was going through all this quote-unquote adversity. I mean, like you said, tight teams tend to win tight games more than others, man. I totally agree with you. You know, do you see Michigan? Okay, is it over
2: though against Villanova? Uh, I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, or no? No, Michigan State's got Villanova, so Michigan's got um. Bu, bu, bu. Who does Michigan got? Oh no, you're right. Michigan no, Michigan, Michigan no. State got beat. I'm looking wrote, at my. I'm like, I wrote the wrong team. At something <laughs> wrong. <laughs> my bad. You're right. You're right. You're right.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, Car- hey, Carter. Get that guy some glasses, man, We'll look in the studio. We got a spare glass. DP got some extra glasses around there he
2: can borrow. <laughs> yeah, I'll go take a look. <laughs> yeah. Well, Car- yeah. Carter brought in, you know, some beverages from the Keys. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I- Island water.
1: Thirsty Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got even plenty of water up here in the mountains. That's for sure. Rep, I, I really think this, this weekend – uh, the game starting tomorrow, in fact, man. I think we are in for another amazing, you know, 72 hours or more of just crazy fun. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it all, man. And to fans out there, folks, um, I think we're going to buckle up our seatbelts. It's going to be some fun stuff we're going to see. Segway real fast, Raph. The NFL is drunk. <laughs> our out money like Oprah Winfrey is giving out cars. You get a contract. You get a contract. You get a contract. You get, dude. What is going on?
2: It's awesome. It's awesome. Just living the dream here. Just living the dream.
1: See, you're saying that Raph living the dream stuff. See, see here. I want our listeners to know something. I'm just going to spill the beans on old Raph riffing with Raph before his beloved Broncos got Russell Mister Wilson. He was not flying Denver high. You know, he's got a little pep in his step. He's he's working out more. I mean, he's he, he's just smiling more. He's not so grouchy. Before Russell Wilson signed, you thought the NFL had a problem. So now it's all good. Now you saying it's right, all Brad? good.
2: It's all good. Life is good. <laughs> Receivers are out working out in California yesterday. Uh, <laughs> feels so good. Tell tell the listeners about that. Man. Because all due seriousness, he
1: literally, him signing that, line, that dotted line, that changed the AFC West immediately.
2: What are, what are your thoughts on it, man? Um, I just think for Denver, it's just a complete culture change. I mean, that you've got all the receivers tight in, got the center out there. You got the two backup quarterbacks out working out. I just, for a while now without a and in the nfl it's a quarterback driven league everybody knows that if you don't have a if you don't have a quarterback you're in trouble and mm-hmm. it just feels good now that you're going to be going into every game with you know all your bullets so to say on so you're able to you have a chance now that's that's the main thing i don't think there's a game that denver will go in go into this year not thinking that they they might not win every game but they'll definitely have a chance in every game and that's what number three brings to the Denver Broncos.
1: You know, you were mentioning, looking at this on social media. I think he had it up at his house in California. I thought it was, I didn't know where it was. I just seen, I'm like, that definitely in Seattle, you know, where he was at. Uh, he's in California, but you look at, oh, uh, as out of California. You know, he has that type of persona. And very few people have this. I think we mentioned this about Coach Osborne, but we're talking about players perspective. Now he is one of those guys that can walk into a room and command the room without saying a word. His body of work speaks for that and gives him the clout to do that. Um, He's the type of guy that um, rarely would you hear anybody say anything bad about in the locker room. If it was anything, it was because he just wanted to win, but I mean, he's just a guy that people rally around and he's a leader. You look back at his days at Wisconsin, because the guy was a baseball player and a football player and probably could have chose either one, what he wanted to do. way that he commanded, in fact, he came from North Carolina State before he went to uh, Wisconsin. Am I correct on that? True. He was at, And the way he came into um, um, a blue blood program like Wisconsin that's very traditional, kind of like Iowa, they have a system that works for them. They don't deviate from it. For him to come in and take charge right away into Wisconsin, do what he did. He took that same mentality to Seattle. Super Bowl, Should probably should have two, am I correct?
2: Yep. Run the Probably ball. should have
1: two if they don't call. Yeah, run the ball if they don't call that stupid play at the goal line. They should have gave it to, to Beast Mode. He's probably looking at two Super Bowls. But you throw all that out, he's a guy that literally just by putting him on your roster and signing him, it changed the culture of that organization immediately. Now, of course, I'm not going to put him in the company of a, of his you know of his boss of Elway. I mean you got to earn that you know. But I tell you what, since Peyton Manning, Denver's kind of been in the wilderness as far as quarterbacks. You guys have had so many over the past couple years. I think with Russell, I mean he's a he's a game changer. He's a game changer.
2: Definitely. And with that, we probably should go pay some more bills here now. So we will be back here in about three, four, five minutes. <laughs> We'll talk to you in a bit.
1: Ask Russell Wilson for the money. He's got the money. (laughs) This
0: is a 30 second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates.